the other show <laughs> the lick you up and down show <laughs> the feel good show for blind dogs and peanut butter that's a nasty visual <laughs> Hello, did, we, did we put the parental warning on this i think we're gonna huh Fuck yeah we did okay good um last week that reminds me we were talking about the aristocrats did you happen to check that out no i didn't it's a feel-good show i've i've actually seen it before i think okay so i kind of get it um what i did do which i thought was funny was I started watching MTV's 100 Greatest Roasts. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty hardcore what, what people say about each other in a comedy context, in a roasting context. Yes, it is. <laughs> and I was also noticing how much filler there is on either side of these like 30 second quips. Like, okay, we're going to build this up for three minutes. Then we're going to have a toast talk, a host talk about it for two and a half minutes. It's actually probably only 60 seconds. And then we're going to go to commercial and then we're going to come back and we're going to do the bumper again. And then she's going to say this again. And now then we get to watch this 30 second clip. And I was like, and it wasn't even that funny. It was just kind of mean. <laughs> Well, it's also out of context. I've noticed too, like the famous Richard Pryor roast. Um, I'm forgetting the name of the famous comedian club back, Friars Club. So the Friars Club roasts, like, you know, these roasts in the 70s were really tame in comparison to what's going on nowadays. Well, right, because they were still smarting from the whole blue, you know, language thing that went went down. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's just. Yeah. Well, there were standards back then. We still had, you know, equal time and, and, and all of that, you know, broadcast standards there. It was like, and now yeah, it's like being, you know, calling someone a drunk was a really hardcore blow. Yeah. And it turns out Dean Martin actually was not a drunk. He was sober right. and he right. was just playing that. Right. Which I've is also great heard, PR. That's yes. I've heard that also about Albert Brooks. Not Albert is that the right guy? The guy with the beard, older guy, really famous for being a drunk. You know, Catskills uh, comedian. Yeah, it's sort of an interesting thing. I, you know, um, one of my spiritual guru teachers, heroes, a guy named Trumpa did a whole like lecture series where it's obvious in this film that he appears as if he's drunk to the audience and he comes off stage and there's this backstage with the camera and he says, how, how did that do? Did I do good? How did that go? Did I, did they think I was drunk? And it was like, he was putting it on 
was like, and I was trying to think of what the Zen lesson of that was subterfuge as holiness. I don't know. You can fool all the people all the time as long as they paid $20 for a ticket. Well, they're paying you to have an experience. <laughs> I miss Gallagher. <laughs> I know that there's probably at least 12% of our audience who doesn't know who that is. And the ones who do are like, why? Why do you miss Gallagher? I don't know, man. It was he was just hilarious. No one will ever smash fruit again. His brother. You know about that whole thing, right? No. What happened? His brother toured as Gallagher. And then there was this whole lawsuit between them. Because they're both named Gallagher. Yeah. And his brother took his act and went on the road and did it. <laughs> Why do I think that's funny? That's just sad. It is funny. Family is funny. <laughs> do, you, do you think they could have teamed up? Yeah, apparently there was a lot of bitterness between the two. Mm. Mm. And it seems like... Well, that sure helped the bitterness, that whole going on the road and stealing his act. Probably that was a great healing moment. Exactly. Thing one and thing two. <laughs> yeah. The watermelon wars. Yeah. Maybe there's a documentary in there. <clears throat> I was reading about how to be funny and it wasn't helpful. <laughs> Wait, maybe it was. That is so funny. <laughs> I went to cloud school and dropped out. <laughs> That's so funny. I was reading about how to be funny. It was titled The Politics of the United States of America since 1776. If only. Can you imagine the ratings of the State of the Union if there was a joke every three minutes? Well, they're paying those writers really well. We that's our money. Oh God, that hurt my stomach. That makes that's that's so painful. Yeah. Yesterday I was curious about the longevity of a world leader. And it seems about three to four hundred years is historically the length of major world leaders like the Roman Empire, uh, England, Spain. So I think the U.S. is coming. Now it's been what 250 years. So maybe yeah, we have another, Yeah. So we might have another 50 to 100 years left. 150 years. Yeah. Those kinds of movements have a natural life cycle. It's true because humans change. Like our basic. Um, mental capacity changes i wonder if that's part of it like you know in the beginning people are like yeah usa yeah and after getting fucked over for decade upon decade upon decade the people are just like fuck this let's just get together have a nice dinner relax enjoy life <clears throat> and the energy that sustains the political machine just 
gets pulled away like yeah whatever <laughs> i think that's part of why there's a prevalence of zombie and apocalypse flicks is because the shadow subconscious in people is actually like please put us out of our misery I'll, i'd rather be eaten by zombies yeah. um back to the other thing that one of the things i i my father said to me was that we we project into the past the way we think now as if people thought and had the capacity to think like that and the truth is thinking itself as a process as an exercise as a function actually wasn't the same so you know it's not just a question of the structural education that we have that's more i mean that's part of it sure but i think the way people worked their way the thinking worked was totally different 500 years ago and so for us to look back with this idea that well if only they'd you know fill in the blank it's kind of a fallacy because where our bodies evolve and so does the way our thoughts evolve <clears throat> as our biology evolved much over the last 500 years well it depends who you ask Jesus. Right. I mean, and what's your metric? We're certainly able to consume more calories. Really? We can run faster. Right? Well, we we can measure people that and run and that makes us think we run faster than we did 500 years ago. But I tell you what, I'd love to put like the guy who runs the 9.2 mar dark dash next to the guy that's running from the dinosaur and see what happens. <laughs> it's amazing how fast you can run when your life depends on it. Well, or it's only five seconds and then your food. Uh, damn, that guy was breaking a two minute mile. Too bad he didn't make it. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus Rex wins again. <laughs> now those would be some special Olympics. Are you cracking on the size of a dinosaur brain there? No, I'm cracking on the ludicrous nature of how it would be to have like Olympic competition in a predatory environment. Gladiator Olympics. <laughs> right. Release the lions and they're off. <laughs> Oh, there's a mauling at the 500-yard mark. Right. He would change the whole dynamic of spectator seating. Oh, he was going to catch him, but he veered off and got the lady in the stands. That'll teach you to... For you third world countries, today is the liberal racers. Privileged liberal racers. Yeah, I think we're going down a rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we have evolved physically and um, clearly we're funnier. <laughs> That's funny. Clearly we're funnier. <laughs> That can be our catchphrase. Clearly, we're funnier. Yeah, it's not going to work as a catchphrase. These things are, on, are only momentary glimpses. Into I know. It does seem like a catchphrase <clears throat> has a very short lifespan, unless it's like, just do it. That's what I was wondering about, um, if we could use 
Cracker Jacks like imagery and stuff, and we can't. And there you have to make a parody box, right? Well, you can do a parody, but yeah, but the vibe the longevity we want. We of this, it would be problematic, I think. It'd yeah. be interesting if there were still Cracker Jacks at 7-Eleven, but the fact is that's that's a memory. That's just something that exists in our brain. They don't actually exist in culture. Like if you go across America trying to find Cracker Jacks right now, you're going to go quite a ways before you see them. Like, I think they still have them in Safeways. What? I think Cracker Jacks exist. So do you, do you stock them there when you were working there? Do you remember stocking them? I was working the customer things i didn't stock but i no one came back to you and said this prize sucks i was expecting a surprise what is this oh they got rid of the prize inside yeah i think i forget what it is there's something i don't know well it used to be there was 30 peanuts then there was 15 peanuts and then i think towards the end it was like three peanuts linus lucy and charlie brown Magically delicious. <laughs> That's what's interesting. Like catchphrases like that, they're owned. You know, magically delicious, just do it. You can't put that on our, you know, we can't have that as part of our logo. People have trademarked phrases as part of their company, which is interesting to me. Like you, you own words. It's like, it's probably how Native Americans and others thought about owning land. Like, what? You own land? That's weird. You own words? Like, I can't put those words on my thing? You own them? That's weird. Well, there's the idea of the law, and then there's the application of the law. I have a feeling Nike would win if you and I went up against them. <laughs> it, they'd have to notice first, which would be a success. That would mean we had some sort of success. Yeah. Yippee. You guys won and you owe Nike $10 million. Oh, <laughs> or we could just do like just don't do it. Just fuck off. <laughs> fuck it. The Nike swoosh. <laughs> Like that'd be cool. Start a, a fucking a shoe company. It's upside down. Fuck it. The swoosh is upside down. Fuck no, it. That, yeah. Or, or, or just go ahead and like break away from, we just use the just and it and like, we'll create a t-shirt. In fact, if you're seeing this right now, we're taking orders whatever you wanted to say just meshes us now we're back to our drug thing and we'll print oh, up a few no. t-shirts that say fuck it with some kind of logo we <laughs> don't know what that'll be you won't know what it is but it'll be good fuck it send us some money Please. are we done <laughs> i guess so recording stopped